Hello there, and welcome to the Conscious Coping Club. I'm Lori Sharp-Page, and I'm bringing my experiences as a psychotherapist, my baggage as a human, and my hunch that learning how to cope is going to be so much more fun when we do it together. On this week's episode, we're exploring the feeling of apprehension, the coping skill of grounding, and the mental health resource of aromatherapy. So get ready to invest in your mental health right here on the Conscious Coping Club, where we cope better together. We've all experienced apprehension, that gnawing sense of unease when we face something uncertain or unknown. Whether it's starting a new job, going on a first date, or waiting for test results, apprehension is a natural, normal response to uncertainty, although it isn't the most comforting emotion. Navigating apprehension is a part of embracing uncertainty, and uncertainty is an inherent part of life. So let's unpack this and find better ways to cope. Apprehension is an anticipatory emotion, and because of that, it's often mixed with fear, anxiety, or in my case, even excitement about what lies ahead. In my case, I'm feeling pretty apprehensive this week because I'm going to a conference to a place I've never been before with people I do not know in a foreign city. So why exactly am I doing this? Well, because I want to. I want to, and I still feel apprehensive because apprehension is part of my excitement. And it's also another larger part of the fact that I don't know what to expect. Not being able to visualize in my brain what I will be doing, where I will be, who I will be talking to, and who I'll be sitting with at meals. It's very anxiety provoking, but also very exciting. Anticipatory emotions are a different breed. Coping effectively with them requires a level of acceptance of uncertainty. Sometimes we will attempt to cope with anticipatory feelings by trying to control either the outcomes, people, or the environments that we exist within. Usually this is a fool's errand. The only thing we end up doing is wasting our own time, energy, and patience because no matter how much you plan, life itself is uncertain. So there is no effective coping without first accepting our lack of control. In some ways, for me, not knowing anyone or anything has helped me disengage from ineffective coping patterns with apprehension, where I would try to manipulate myself or others or the environment to resolve whatever was causing the apprehension before it happened. Funny thing though, the apprehension never really went away. It was just had an additional companion of the overwhelm that comes when you try to control things outside of your control. So instead of trying to control life, when we accept uncertainty, we can actually use apprehension as a catalyst for our growth, as apprehension can be a great motivator. Currently, I'm trying to lean into channeling my apprehension into motivation. And so one of the things I did with that energy is I spent time controlling something I could control, what outfit I was gonna wear at what day on this conference. See, I can't control much, but I can control how much I slay at this conference. And yes, I will be slaying. 
Other effective coping strategies for apprehension include deep breathing, visualization, even if you can't exactly visualize what you might experience. Visualizing you being able to manage and cope with it can be very effective. Cognitive reframing, grounding, and even mindfulness. Any coping skill that helps you shift into the present moment is going to help you tremendously with apprehension and really any anticipatory feelings. On the other hand, ineffective coping usually looks like avoidance, but projecting, numbing, and invalidating are also ineffective coping mechanisms that people will use to try and cope with the innate discomfort of apprehension. While little apprehension can sometimes motivate us, too much can paralyze us, hinder our decision-making, or even lead to avoidance behaviors, which is why it is so important to consciously cope with it. For when apprehension overpowers us, it can hold us back from seizing the opportunities or making necessary changes in our lives that we need to grow. Apprehension, like any emotion, can be managed, but understanding it and using coping mechanisms we can reduce its grip on us. As we wrap up today's segment on apprehension, remember it's okay to feel apprehensive. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong or that you will inevitably fail. It just means that the future is uncertain and unknown to you, which spoiler alert, it always is for all of us. So it comes down to how do we respond? That's what determines our journey. Bum, bum. Now let's shift gears and explore a key strategy that can help support us to manage intense emotions and navigate life's uncertainties. Have you ever felt so overwhelmed with emotions or anxiety that you felt disconnected from the here and now? You were deep into trying to imagine what the past or the present could have looked like if you had done things different, and that gets you out of the flow. So let's talk about a coping mechanism that can help. Grounding is a practice that helps us stay anchored in the present moment. It keeps us connected to our physical world when our minds might be overwhelmed or lost. It's about reestablishing our sense of safety and stability, even when things feel uncertain or intense. Grounding can slow the racing mind, calm the body, and provide a sense of control amidst the chaos. It's like a pause button for your nervous system, giving it a chance to regroup and find the balance that it needs. Grounding is an incredible coping skill for distressing, overwhelming, and anticipatory emotions. But it's also great for moments of intense joy, pleasure, or any other feeling that overwhelms you in the best possible way. Because when we ground ourselves, we anchor ourselves in what is happening right now. And if joy is happening for you right now, grounding yourself allows you to really connect with it and feel it in the most wonderful and profound way. Grounding is an essential part of maintaining our mental health and resilience in the face of life's challenges. And remember, it's not about escaping our feelings, but about grounding ourselves in the present moment to manage them better. Now it's your time to try this on for size. I'm going to take a moment and walk you through a grounding activity. This is a tool that's designed to be easily accessible so you can use it anywhere, wherever and whenever you need to. This is called the 54321. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through each of our senses. Five, what do you see? Name five things you see. Right now, I see myself in the camera. I see a light in front of me. I see a TV. I see the clouds outside and I see my glasses on my eyes. 
Number four, ears. What do you hear? Well, of course, I hear myself talking. I hear people in the hallway outside. I hear the hum of the air conditioner. And one more thing that I hear, I hear my own breathing. That's a great example of why grounding is so important as a coping skill, because you just saw it right there. I had to take a moment and really tune myself in to what I was experiencing. The next is going to be, what do you smell? So take a moment and I smell my lotion on my hands. I smell my dinner from last night. <laughs> I smell the perfume that I put on this morning and I smell the shampoo in my hair. Now we're gonna talk about two things that you feel in your skin. I feel my bracelet and I feel my clothes. And now one thing you taste. Mm. I taste the coffee I had this morning. All of those things, focusing on all of them and going through each of the senses and assigning a number one through five, you can do it in any order that you want, really helps you to tune in to what is happening right now. And that is why grounding is such an important coping skill. And one of the best pieces about it is that you can do this anywhere, in your head. You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to tell anybody. You can just be like, whoop, it's time. It's time for me to do the five, four, three, two, one and do it. And trust me, there are lots of different grounding exercises out there. So if five, four, three, two, one's not your jam, no worries. Let's help you find another. Have you ever noticed how certain scents can trigger emotions or memories? Today, we're exploring how we can intentionally use this powerful connection to enhance our coping strategies. Welcome to the world of aromatherapy. Aromatherapy uses aromatic essential oils to enhance the health of the body, mind, and spirit. It helps in enhancing our mood, improving our sleep, relieving stress, and even our physical wellness. It's about leveraging our olfactory system, the part of our sensory system related to smell. And when we harness this, we can actually impact our mood and our cognition. From calming lavender to energizing peppermint, essential oils and aromatherapy can be powerful allies in manning our emotions and promoting our overall well-being. Whether it's diffusing oils, adding them to bath water, or applying them to your skin, or just enjoying the smell of them, there are many ways you can integrate aromatherapy into your daily routine. Please do be mindful though, that some essential oils are not the best to put directly on your skin. And it's always important to make sure to use these oils safely and understand that individual reactions can vary. That being said, aromatherapy is a gentle yet powerful way to support our mental health and overall well-being. In fact, there's a lot of great research to support what it can do. First of all, it has the potential for stress relief. Multiple studies have shown that certain essential oils used in aromatherapy, like lavender, rosemary, or my favorite, citrus, can help reduce stress levels. This is due to their influence on certain brain chemicals such as serotonin and dopamine, which play an essential role in our mood regulation. Secondly, aromatherapy can aid in sleep and insomnia. Aromatherapy is often used as a complementary therapy for people with sleep problems. For instance, a systematic review published in 2017 found that inhaling lavender oil 
can improve sleep quality. And this has been shown in multiple studies because this was a review. The calming scents can help create a peaceful environment conducive to relaxation, which can lead to better, more restful sleep. And finally, aromatherapy can boost your mood and alleviate some symptoms of depression in the short term. There is some research that suggests that certain aromatherapy oils can have a hugely positive impact on mood and may alleviate some symptoms of depression in the short term. A study published in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry found that citrus, again, my favorite, particularly lemon oil, demonstrates strong antidepressive effects. That being said, these effects can support traditional treatment, but they are not a substitute for treatment. Aromatherapy is a beautiful thing to use in conjunction with professional mental health treatment if you are struggling with depression. To get started with aromatherapy, honestly, just start smelling. Start noticing what feelings come up as you grab many different random things and objects and smell them. Have fun. Be the weirdo who's just picking up stuff and smelling it and then see what happens. Because when you smell a lot of different things, you're going to start to notice what really clicks for you, what helps you to shift your mood, what feels good. There's also a lot of aromatherapy guidance out there that can be accessed via the internet. However, please keep in mind that you are the ultimate decider. Let's say for you that lavender gives you the ups, you feel really motivated. And when you smell lavender, you get that sense that you can do anything. But everyone else gives you side eye because lavender makes them feel sleepy and calm and like they don't want to do anything. That's okay. Your nose knows. So just play around and find some new combos to help you cope more effectively. That's all for this episode of the Conscious Coping Club. Join me in this journey at ConsciousCoping.club, where we navigate the labyrinth of life together with intention, courage, and a sense of discovery. Make sure to like and follow for more great coping content. And until next time, don't just cope, consciously cope. Hey.